Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Lili everybody. Guess what? We have an amazing guest in the house. Oh, that's right. What did I just say? Oh no. Good morning. <laughs> what a day. It's gonna be one of those days. Ah. But you know what? I'm very, very excited. We have with us Seth Hellman. Get over here, Seth. Shalom Aleichem. <laughs> Seth has been with us, I don't know, from when? Brachas. Wow, unbelievable. All the way from the beginning, Seth was an unaffiliated Jew who found us somehow. I don't know, he's in college somewhere. He didn't even have a Gemara, you didn't have a sitter to your name, right? No. Zero. And, and guys from the Shir sent him Sfarim, Sidurim. Do you have a Shas yet? Shiduchim. No, I'm not. <laughs> Unbelievable. So since Brachas, wow, one of the few and only from Brachas, amazing. Where were you, in Pennsylvania? No, Boston. No, 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 now. But where were you then? Back in the day when New you... Hampshire. New Hampshire. That's Boston? Well, yeah, close enough. <laughs> Next to Okay. <laughs> My, it's my, my mother's from Boston, but I don't know anything about it. Okay, fine. What do we got here today? Ethan Weinberg on the way to Israel for his father's Shloishim this Tuesday. And I got a very nice email. This picture was taken by his brother. If I could find the email. Let's see. Yeah. Attaches a photo of Ethan Weinberg, son of Eli, while on the plane on the way to Israel. Photo taken by his brother, Rafal, both proud MDY members. Ellie Weinberg was a very special person. I had the chance to know him for the past 30 years. He would greet every single person, no matter who, with the warmest smile. My last conversation with him was about the live sheer in Brooklyn and how he enjoyed it so much. May his neshama have an aliyah. But boys, I take a look at this video. We're running out of time here on this Erev Rish Why did you guys finish so late? You threw me off with that... Check this out. Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah. Ach. The saying goes, we live vicariously through our children. Well, last night you met my son and his friends from Shivata Kotel. I'm so jealous. Sounds like it was a great experience. I've been listening since almost the start. Another guy from almost the start. They started with Yivamas. They are inspired by the daf as I have been Thank you so much and wish all you the best. Below is a picture from, from your meeting. My son is the one on the left. Moshe Margolius, Silver Spring, Maryland. L'chvayt Rebelli, I would like to thank you for helping me have a great year and teaching my fifth grade class in Yeshiva Torah of Adas. As I listen to your share every morning before I go into class, it gives me tremendous chils and a geshmak that I walk into the class on a high and it reflects onto my Talmidim. Your great cheer goes a long way pulling me through the day. Me and my son still talk about the share in Flatbush. All right, check it now. Brooklyn. Here's somebody that says, his name is Yoeli Elkan, but not from Muncie, a cousin of that guy, from, the famous Yoeli Elkan from, I mean, Lakewood. Um, he's a cousin, he wanted to uh, share basis. Uh, he drives his car, he listens to the shear, he got his cousin, his cousin Mordechai Zipaz got him. Uh, he got his brother-in-law, Akiva Pill. Basically, oh, he loves the emails, especially that one of Mo Landy doing Chazar on his flight to Israel. And Shami Goldberg writing about his friend Yoli Duff. 
But he decided to rip. Then he had a merch idea. He had this Dave and Buster's card and it says on it, 60 minutes of fun, power hour. He holds it should be part of the merch, not the Dave Buster. Obviously, take out that uh, logo he put in the MDY logo. Givalde by Aaron Sittner. I want to comment yesterday, the Syrian community. I'm not Sephardi, but I stayed in Deal for a day last summer in a daven in the synagogue of Deal. The place is hopping. It looks like every kid in the community is there learning in the morning. It was an amazing sight to see. They have, a, they have catered breakfast with toasted, that's the trick. Catered bagels, cheese, coffee, eggs, everything. I wish I would push morning learning where I live as much as they do it in Deal. As Harry Shalom would say, Chazak Ubaruch Aaron Sittner. This amazing email, one of my favorites, I'm going to have to leave until tomorrow. It's a beautiful email, written in Hebrew. Choked me up a number of times. Every time I look at it, it choked me up. All right, today's the sponsor for the Koilo is anonymous, of course. Hatzlocha lekol mishpachas MDY. The first parents of Chodesh is Lili Nishmas of Zachai Shimon Akoyim, Wallach Sting, Zechitzak, Levrocha by his kids. Aaron Freeman, let's chus, continue, parents of Siyadish, Maya, and Asaf, the rebelli. The last day, by the Boyer family, Lili Nishmas, Rebelli Yoz, Rechon, Levrocha, we just saw it's a Shloishim, his kids are coming in for the Shloishim. Ben Rebavrom, Rebelli Yoz, Rechon, Levrocha, Neir Yar. Eli Weinberg, Shalom, a dear family friend who suddenly passed away at the age of 59. He loved MDY, was proud to be. A part of this amazing daf, Yoimi Shir, by the Walkenstein family, and Kemach and Toira, and Toira and Kemach, by the Lach Lebevich family's Lake New Jersey, because Toira is the best gula. Today's Shir is sponsored by Yoichanon, Sruli, and Yosef Itzkowitz, in honor of our mother's second year, it's today, Tessir. Marzel the Rivka Bas Rebaruch Alea Shalom, and in honor of our father's sixth year, it's yesterday, Chesir. What? What happened? Yeah, Chav Ches. I don't know. That's, I'm reading what it says here. As is Chos today, you're right. If today's Rish Chodesh, then yesterday was Tess. As is Chos for Yeshua's and Rufuas, for our family, today is the 44th day in the Omer, and it's not Rish Chodesh. It's my twin's birthday today. Wow. It's one of those that the Gemara discussed. The mother gave birth now, and then 15 years later. What, how, how, well, how old are you? 42. Wow, unbelievable. Okay, that's it? You're not even 40 yet? Wow. No, we're exactly 10 years apart. Givaldic. So, we're starting a brand new parak. We're pretty much... Done with the Aral, although we might mention it a little bit here and there. We got to see Taisus before we start anything. Start off with Perig with Taisus. Beautiful Taisus. Yeish Mutares. Pishra Rabbi Yehuda, Beriandev, the Chain Derech Atanel, Laachash Epir Shilchas Amesechta. Once we spoke about all these Alachas and Mesechta Sivamas, Chayzer Vershayna Aisam, now we're doing Chazara. Belashin Katzar, in a very precise manner, in a Sikum, eight minute daf. It should be organizing your hands and for safekeeping. Unbelievable Lasha. It should be kept for your mouth, for your heart, in your hands. So we're doing a little Chazar now. Most of these concepts we're very familiar with. So, for the most part, when two people get married, they're mutter to each other, and they're also mutter to the brother-in-law's 
if there's a situation of Yibam, when the original husband dies, then the Yivama falls to the brother. She's mutter to the brother. She's mutter to the husband. She's mutter to the brother. However, there are cases where she falls, Li'ibum, and she's ushered to the brother. Can anybody think of such a case? Okay. Huh? You don't have to go that far. It's her father. The Yavam is her father. Okay, I'd love to see how that works. How did she marry? What? Oh, the mission sponsored. Uh, where was the last Mishnah? In an Arl somewhere. Yeah, good guess. Here we go. Sponsored anonymously for schus for my wife and children. I guess I can remember that one. Balpeh. <laughs> Same. Okay. So we're going to have four categories. You hear, Lauren? My twin. My twin and Lauren are having a schmooze here. How you doing? So... Four categories where this woman is mutter to her husband, which is normal, but she's ushered to her brother-in-law. Or she's mutter to her brother-in-law and ushered to her husband. She shouldn't have been married to him to begin with. Or mutter to both, or ushered to both. Let's see. Yesh mutaris There are those women who are mutter to their own husband, but ushered to their yavam. That is the first category. Mutaris mayem v'asuris l'baleim. This... Rabbi says a big chiddush, because they are mutter to the yavam. The yavam has a mitzvah lahakim shem laachiv, which the brother shouldn't have been married to this woman. The original husband is also to be married to, and he drops dead, and the the yavama goes to the brother, and he has a special mitzvah to do what? Give a bring a child to the world and the, to the guy that was over iser. Okay. And mutaris le'elu le'elu, that's a classic case that the Yavama is mutter to her husband and mutter to her brother-in-law. And sometimes the marriage is not good for the husband and not good for the Yavama. This is the first category. A regular kayan who marries an almana. Question, is there a special mitzvah for a kayan to marry a kayhenes? Or you can marry anybody you want. Your kayan, don't you dare answer. I saw you're about to. <laughs> anybody? Is there a special Indian for a kayhenes to marry a kayan? Or she could just go ahead and marry a, a Yisrael? It's not a machlaikis, not a machlaikis. Yes, the answer is yes. The kayin should marry a kayhenes, the kayhenes should marry a kayin. And if they don't, this, it's not even a sudas mitzvah. It's a sudas rishos. We're going to see it soon. Big chidushim. We learned it in Psachim. Nobody remembers, right? Okay. Go weiter. Chazara, rabbi. Chazara. Kayin ayishinosis almona v'yeshloi ach kayin gadol. If a kayin marries... Uh, a widow, an almana, he's allowed to marry her. But his brother, who is the Yavam, when he dies, is Kain Gadol. And Kain Gadol can't marry an almana. Okay, so here's the case where she's mutter to, to her husband. But then if her husband dies, she cannot have Yibo because the brother-in-law is a Kain Gadol. Chalal Shana 
someone whose father had a relationship that's not kosher. Let's say he was a kain who married a divorcee and, he should, and they had a child. That child is a chalal. He's no longer a kain. I don't want to embarrass you, but I'm so happy to see you. So, the Chalal marries a Kshayra. Now, when he marries this Kshayra, what does he do to her? The Gemara is going to talk. Is she a Kohanis, a Yisraelis? But by him marrying her, she becomes a Chalala. He's a Kayan, or the son of a Kayan. He's, halakhically, he's not so much a Kayan anymore. <coughs> he's a Chalal. Like my friend, I have a friend like that, I told you about him. Good friend, Bali Tshuva. The, the mother told him she had relations with non-Jews before she got married. So she is a Zaina, halakhically. And then the father, the Kayan, married her and they had this son. Regular from guy, married her. He's a Chal. He doesn't get Aliyah, the whole thing. He's, I mean, again, he doesn't get Kayan. He gets Aliyahs. He's a regular like Yisrael. Chal Shanasak Sheira. Vishli Kasher. So... My friend marries a Kohenis, let's say. And he renders her a Chalala, because he's a Chalala. But he has a, another brother who's a good Kayan, because the father divorces his original wife, marries another woman, and they have a kid together. And that's a normal Kayan, regular Kayan. So when the Chalala dies, not my friend, but the Chalala dies, and his wife falls li'ibom to somebody that's kosher. So, uh, and, and he's also to marry her because he's a kosher kain and she's a halala. But she could be married to the halal. There's no iser for her to marry a halal. She's a kohenis, a Israel. She's allowed to marry a halal. Yisrael, Shenosa, Bas Yisrael. Now, a regular marriage between two Yisraelim, but Vishli Ach Mamzer. So when he dies, she falls to a mamzer. She can't be married to the mamzer. So here's another case where she's mutter to the husband, also to the brother. Mamzer, shenosa mamzeres. Two mamzerim allowed to marry each other. And when she falls, li'ibom, to a regular Yisrael brother, she's also to that one, mutter to her husband. Mutar's le'balei masuris li'ibmeim. The mission just repeats the case that we just spoke about. Ve'elu mutar's li'ibmeim. These are the women that are mutter when they fall li'ibom vasuris le'baleim. They married a no-no. But the brother-in-law is a yes-yes. You have a Kohen Gadol who was Mikhadish, not married. Why? Because if a Kohen Gadol marries, consummates the marriage, what happens? I got to see this. Give that to me for a second. I like that. No, no, your whole thing. I want to see it. No, I insist you take your own. Uh, no, I want to see it in action. Come on. I want to show the idol when I saw it. I don't want to chap. Baron Hirsch is in a house from Lakeland, New Jersey. Another, you know what? Every day. This summer, I got to tell you something very interesting, actually. Shalom Aleichem. Wow. Look at this. So he has his screen here. And then the MDY thing right over here. Look what it says. I got it. What does it say? It's about the iron. It's not about the dust. It's about the iron. Beautiful. I know it said MDY. What does it say over here? They, how did you do that? I had a custom made. Custom made. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. But what you don't know the size of my made, but it's going to fit on what? It's for everyone's everything. What is this? This is yours. With the tablet inside? 
everything on it. Wow, what a gift. It's the That's, same, by the way, I really, really wanted this. I, I wanted this. I know. But I was too cheap to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this, the main reason why I bought it is because it's going to save you time because you have links on here, hyperlinks that you just touch on it. You could go to the Macar. So it's not, not a, pull out the safer. But now everybody's going to say you got it from the, from the, the, the tablet. It's not going to. Uh, wow. I guess you could have more time. But how do I use What comes with the whole. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Look at this. Unbelievable. This is merch. Wow. A voice I. Pay attention. <laughs> you had a problem with the list. I'm, I'm looking for a Tesla, by the way, with the MDY logo. X model, though. All right, just go ahead and go. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. I did not, I promise you, I didn't notice this. I was just like, wow, that's cool that he's sitting around. Yesterday, I got to tell you something else. I, I was just telling, yesterday, a guy was making a trip somewhere. Like, he stopped in Eretz Yisrael to say hello to me from Lakewood. First, I thought it was a joke. So like, like the Yosef said, some of the guys, I said, oh, whatever. He knocked on the door. And my wife said, uh, I'm not available. He says, I, I have to catch my flight. I just stopped here. I promise I'm not doing anything. Kotel, Ellie. Okay, so I said hello to him. From Lakewood. Nice guy. What? He did, he did come to me first, yeah. He did come. No, because I wasn't available. So he said, okay, I'll go to the Kotel. I'll come back. And he almost missed his flight. Okay, Lakewood, Lakewood. Every day there's a guy from Lakewood. It's unbelievable. Okay, beautiful. Talking about Viter, can we go Viter? Or we can talk about this unbelievable gift. Turn it on. Let me see what it looks. Okay. Wow. Geschmack. They they want to kill me young. Says the Mishnah. The Kain Gadol, all he did was Erison. He's a Kaddish. Gave her a ring, but they never. Did Nisuin. Because if they did Nisuin, then she becomes a Halala and automatically becomes Usr to the Yavam. So that's a case where the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to be married to the Almana. So she's Usr to the husband, Mutter to the brother, because the brother is a regular Kohen and a regular Kohen is allowed to marry an Almana. We got to move. A Kayan who's kosher, who married a Chalala. Is he allowed to be married to Chalala? No. What happens if a Kayan marries a Chalala? Does he become a Chalal? Anybody? No. A man can never become a Chalal. He can be born a Chalal. He can't become a Chalal later on in life. A woman could become a Chalala in her life. But this Kayan, who was kosher, married a halala. He's not only being married to her, but he has a brother who is a halal, and he's allowed to be married to the halala. So another case of the original husband, Aser, the Yavah Mutter. Yisrael Shonasim Amzeres. Again, we're not saying any big chidushim. It's more of a chazara on the Masechta, trying to go through different halachas that we learned. Yisrael Shonasim Amzeres. Is Yisrael allowed to be married to Amzeres? Absolutely not. But he has a, a brother from a father had a relation with somebody else. And he has a brother, a mamzer. So that mamzer is allowed to marry the mamzeres. Mamzer shenosa bas Yisrael. Mamzer shenosa bas Yisrael. V'yesh lo'yach Yisrael. If a mamzer married a bas Yisrael, that marriage is illegal because he himself is a mamzer. But the mamzer has a regular brother, so the bas Yisrael could be married to that regular brother. 
mutar zivmeim. These are all cases that they're usher the mutar to the yavam ba'asurus lebaleim, and they were originally usher to the original husband. Ve'elo asurus le'elo le'elo. Here is the third category. Kain gadol shenosas almana ve'eshliach kain gadol. A kain gadol is not allowed to marry an almana, and he married her. Now it's not talking about kiddushin. Rabbi said, remember this word nasa, because we're going to say. That this is why we said in the beginning Nasa, because of this word right over here, in the third category. Chagadol Nasa, he married, and he made the Almana what? A Chalala. By him marrying her, she's a Chalala. Okay, so he has another brother, Chagadol, who was once, he stepped in for, for him, and they came back. They were both Chagadols, not at the same time, at different times. So she cannot fully Ibum to the brother, the Chagadol. Or a regular Kayan Hedyot who married a Chalala, not allowed. But now she's an Almana, she's Asr. So, Right, they're both Asher. He's a regular coin. He's also to marry a Chalala. Yisrael, Shinosim Amzeres, Yishleach Yisrael. Both brothers are not allowed to marry Mamzer, just like both brothers, Koyhan, who can't marry a Chalala. Mamzer, Shinosim Amzeres, A Mamzer who married a regular Yisraelis, which was Asher. Yishleach Mamzer. And he has a brother who's a Mamzer, and the Bas Yisrael is not allowed to be married to either one of them. And anybody else that doesn't have an Isra, not a Chal, not a Mamzer. So they're all good to each other, and they're all good to the Yavam. Remember, this was a Chiddush Gadol Ma'ayr when we learned this. A grandmother, one's own grandmother, your father's mother, your father is mutter to you. You're allowed to marry your own grandmother, Midir But she's a Shnia. Only Midir Rabbanon, you know how to marry your own grandmother. So, Shniya Lebal, Shniya Yavam. Here's a, yeah, right here. What happens is you have a couple that has a daughter. And then the plumber from Muncie marries her. And he also has another wife. They both, each wife has a child. So the two brothers, the Baldwin brothers, are brothers because they shared the same father, the plumber. But they have different mothers. Goes Ruvain, the Baldwin brother on the right, Ruvain, he goes and he marries his own grandmother. Levi is allowed to marry Ruvain's grandmother. It's not his grandmother, it's his brother's grandmother. So here you have a case where if Ruvain goes bye-bye, his Reuven's wife, which is his grandmother, falls liyibum to Levi. So what's that halacha? She is usher to Reuven, but not a mutter to Levi. Asur lebal umuteres leyavam. Here you have a case where she's usher to the to the husband and mutter to the brother. What if? It's the reverse. Let's say Levi married her, 
just reverse the arrows. I didn't want to do a new picture, but it's obvious, the same case. But instead of Reuven marrying Reuven's grandmother, Levi marries Reuven's grandmother. That's 100% legal. The problem is that when Levi goes bye-bye, then Levi's wife falls to Reuven, and that happens to be Reuven's grandmother, and she's a Shniya. Is this confusing? It's so simple. But people are like, eh, it's Yvamis and the, the grandmother. It's nothing. It's simple. Everybody has a grandmother. Just picture it. You don't even need a chart for this. What? So, uh, uh, what happened here? If she's both of theirs grandmothers, great, she's also the both. Now, this Shnia, this grandmother that you see over here, if Reuven goes ahead and marries his grandmother, what does Ksuba mean? So it doesn't literally mean ksuba. It means, remember, So the way I understand it, I'm sure others will tell me that uh, other Rishayim say differently or whatever, but the way it seems like from Rashi, that if a woman brings in a nursing home into the marriage and she puts it in the ksuba as tzayim barzal, it's going to be solid like metal. Meaning that today the value of the nursing home is $10 million. When she gets divorced, the husband gives her $10 million. Even though it's 45 years later, and the husband benefited every year. He got a $2 million paycheck. He gives her the $10 million. The nursing home was worth $100 million today. It doesn't matter. He gives her $10 million. In this case, it seems like, you could argue that that's not exactly the pshat. Let's just... I think this is the pshat. He takes the nursing home. We penalize her. You should not marry a grandson. What are you doing marrying a grandson? She'll go back and she'll crochet and she'll tell people... Do not marry a grandson. It's not a good idea because if you do, you're going to lose your nursing home. Veloy Peres. Veloy Peres means we know that a husband in Nixem Elug, so not in Tzayim Barzal. Nixem Elug, again, it's Gishmak. We're learning all these Gishay, this Musagim. If she comes into the marriage saying, I don't want a Achrayis, but the husband gets to benefit from the nursing home. He takes all the proceeds. Why? As we learned, because if she gets captured, and it was a common thing like in Mexico today, get captured all the time, he has to pay big time to redeem her. So if in return, he gets the proceeds of the nursing home. But this woman, Rashi says, it says in the Ksuba, I'm going to redeem you. I'm going to, what's the word? Not redeem. What's, there's a better word, no? <coughs> when you pay ransom. No, but when he ransoms her, whatever. When he pays a ransom, she's going to come back to him, it says. But she can't come back to him because she's his grandmother. So because you don't have that part of the ksuba readily available, so Mela, she loses her pay rise. There's no pay rise. That's he. So what Rashi is saying is, for care. Typically, the reason why you do get Paris is because he has to pay ransom. In this case, he doesn't pay ransom because she's not coming back to him. Nevertheless, he still gets the Paris. Unbelievable.
Still thinking about this unbelievable gift. This thing? It's unbelievable. It's not normal. Okay. Hold it, Seth, for a little bit. Right over here. Yeah. Shmack. Okay. Okay, now you're a guest. Says the Gemara. It's Mishnah. Veloi Mizoinus. Mizoinus means even if he went out of town and she had to borrow to live, he doesn't have to pay her back. Rashi says, you never have to pay back if he goes out of town and somebody provides Mizoinus. No, but if she borrows, then you do have to pay back. If somebody was nice turns, just paid, gave her, sustained there. A beautiful miser, but I really like this miser because there was a very stingy guy, a known stingy guy in the neighborhood who died, and the Rav made every effort to come to the funeral. And they asked him, why? Who cares about this guy? He says, no. I know of three stories about this guy, and he said, who was it? Bedichev, I wasn't sure. I know about this guy. What happened? There was someone who wanted to go out of town for months. And of course, his wife didn't let him. So he said, don't worry about it. I spoke to the, to the Gvir. He said, he'll take care of you. He'll give you every week two ruble. She said, okay. If he said so, fine. So he leaves on his journey. She comes to the Gvir. She knocks on the door. She said, my husband said that you're going to take care of me, support me. Oh, he thought about it. He realized that the guy lied to his own wife. He didn't say a word. He says, ah, oh yeah, Taka, this stingy guy that everybody thought was stingy. Paid her the mezayinah, she paid, paid her, gave her all the money. The guy comes back after a year and he sees that his wife is living nicely. She says, what happened? She says, uh, you told me to go to the guy. I went to the guy. Ah. So he goes running to the gvir. He says, I can't believe that you did it. I made some good money in Chutzlars. I want to pay you back. So the gvir said, no. I'm, I, there was kind of the mitzvah. I don't want you to take away my mitzvah. So they went to the Dintaira. Bye. The Badr And so the Badr said, such a guy, you go, you go to his Levi. You have to go to Levi. Nobody, the bottom line is, nobody, first of all, you never know what the other guy is giving. I don't know if I mentioned this over here because it just happened recently. I, I feel like I did mention it. If I did, stop me. A guy in this neighborhood, a very famous Askin, he just a few, just, I don't know, maybe a month, two months ago, he's telling me he has big tainas on one of the most famous Balid in the world. He says, I went to him for my moisture, he didn't give me anything. He's the most stingiest, cargous guy in the world, and it's known that he doesn't give anywhere. I was, I was taken aback because this, this gvir is like, he's unbelievable. So I told him, so like, we're talking a few minutes, and I said, you know, let me ask you something. How much money did I, at least the fancy, give this week on this block? So, you know, he wanted to be nice. He says, well, probably a lot. No, I said, but how much? Like, how many almonas and this? How do you, like, how much? He said, I don't know. I said, you don't know how much I gave. I live on your block. I see you every day. We schmooze all the time. And you know what that guy over there in Chutzlars gives? You have no clue. What are you, what are you going into this guy's bank account and saying what he did? It's a chutzpah. But anyway, it's fine. People love to do it. And they, they start counting. I'm stuck again. You have no idea. Fine. Next. Veloy belois. I didn't give anything that week. I'm just saying, he didn't know. There's no one. The Lord lies. Now, if she comes in again with you know, clothing, again, same barrels of clothing, call it. And they wore out. So over here is where Rashi says she doesn't get it at all. He takes it all. He takes her coats and everything. I think it also applies to the nursing homes and everything else. If you want to say it doesn't apply to the whole nursing home, it just applies to the 
to the money made off it, also good. It's a, it's a penalty. It's, no, but it, in order to be a penalty, it has to be that she doesn't get something back. Okay, l'chayr means the whole nursing home. Vavlad kosher. If you marry, believe it or not, unbelievable. I mean, the whole story is Meshuggah to, to begin with. Guy marries his own grandmother. The child is kosher. He can marry a kayan. She can marry a kayan. It's unbelievable. The kayan is the but you have to divorce your grandmother. All these famous isurim lav, a widow to a kain gadol, a divorcee and a chalutza who had to perform chalitza. She was a yivama lekain hedyet to a regular kain. Mamzeres in a sinali Yisrael. Remember the nesinim. We just learned it that the Ramelech saw that they're not. They don't have rachmanim by shonim goyelichasadim. They wanted to kill seven of. They killed seven of Shaul's children. They hung them. That's why they're also forever. They get a ksuba. Says the Gemara, wow, we got to move here. So the first case in the Mishnah, we want to say a case where the, the woman is mutter to marry her own husband, but when she falls the Yibam, she's also to the Yavam. So it says that a Kayan head marries an Almana. Why do you have to say married? Listen to Kiddush. It's enough to say that there was Erosin. You want to have to go all the way? So you're going to tell me, because if there's already a marriage, so this we already had, look at this Pasuk, it says, There's also a a negative commandment. is a positive. It's an assay. It's two things. But that's only if he's married, married to her, and she's, not a psul anymore. But if they only did Erosin, so now you only have the first part of the puzzle. You only have a loisase. And over here you have the mitzvah of Yibum, Esa doich loisase. You push off the Avera of an Almana. Avakidish also asave doich loisase. Says Gemara, Vakula Pirkin asave loisaseo. Everything in our Mishnah, the whole Mamzer thing, everything, it's one loisase. Vilayos asave doich loisase. Nevertheless, you don't say he should be miyavim. The only chalitz says Gemara. I'll tell you why it says that Lashon Nasa. Mishum Dekabayi Lemisne Seifa Kain Gadol Shen Nasa Salmana. All the way at the end, right in the third, I pointed it out. It says Kain Gadol Veilu Asurus Leilu Leilu, where it almost becomes wide. Kain Gadol Shen Nasa Salmana. So it says since we're just mimicking Lashonis, imagine to memorize such a Mishnah. It's very hard to memorize a long Mishnah. So let's use the same kind of language here and there. Avakidesh Sharilei. Uh, so in that case, is because he married her and he made her halal, as we explained then. Avakidesh, but he just did kiddush and gave her That's why we also use that same language. Says Gemara, wait a minute, you're going all the way to the third category. We're holding the first category. So use a language that's similar to the middle category. Over there it says. That if he's Makadish, not he, he, over there, he couldn't say that he was Bailer because then it would make her a Chalala. Says Gemara, you know why he used that Lashen? We knew this answer all along, we just wanted to figure it out ourselves. The next line, the neighbor says, Over there, the Chalal marries and consummates the marriage. Time of the Nasa, it has to be real Nisuin, the Shavi Chalala. Aval Kiddush, if he just gave a ring, Shariyeleh, that's why Mishamachah Katani. So we're just talking about language now. Why does it say the language Nasa? Because it's similar to Achalah. 
says Gemara Ma'ir Dikhtani Almana, listen to Psula. Why does it say that he married an Almana? It should just say he married a regular woman. And when he dies, guess what happens? Then she becomes an Almana. Sponsored by Meshul Horn in honor of the Gold Star Multi Donut. Sponsored in honor of Elish Koyach. Vichitei Makusavaitan in the Sunner Shainim Apilim. Ahavamina Vahavamina. It doesn't exist. But maybe I would say that as they get engaged, that's how she falls Libum. In other words, whatever her status was at that point, that's how she falls Libum. So since she was Mutter then, so she's mutter, even though later on she becomes an alman or whatever. Says Gemara, but that can't be. Harei chal shenos akshera. A chalal who marries akshera. But she's kosher. At that moment that he married her, when, when, he, when he got engaged to her, she was kosher? No. But he renders her a chalala later on, so we go what happened with later on. We don't care about what happened the first moment. So that, that's just a havamir. Says Gemara, havadai. Mishum Seifa, the reason why we say that she's an Almana, we don't say that she's just, he married a regular one, is because of the Seifa. Mishum, the Kabbalah Mishnah, again, language. Mishum, the Kabbalah Mishnah, Seifa, Kohen Gadol Shanasas, Almana, in the end of the Mishnah talks about an Almana, and she became a Chalala, especially, Achkohen Gadol, Kohen Hedin, has a brother. It has to be an Almana, but if she's a Psulana, so Mishum Achikitani Almana. Okay, now we know why it says Almana, it's just mimicking again, just to that the mission should flow a little bit better, easier to remember. I looked it up. This is about 50 times in Shas. It says Mask I have to look other ones. Because I remember, like, Mask seems very familiar. Okay, check out this chart. Very, very simple. We know that a Mitzri in the third generation becomes Mutter. Like that guy with the payas. He's actually a third generation Mitzri, but he's a regular Jew. So the guy in the middle, he is a Mitzri. He has two wives. One is a first generation. One is a second generation. It always goes by the mother. So if Mitzris on the right, one, has a baby, what does that baby become? A two. If the one on the left, Mitzris number, a second generation Mitzris has a baby, he becomes a third generation and he becomes 100% Mutter. So, let's just think about this aloud. What happens if, now we go to the second generation. Two marries a two. So, and then he dies. So who falls Libum? A two. A two, a two falls Libum to the three. Again, let's go to the, the children. On the bottom, there's a two and a three. See, they're next to each other. If number two, a second generation guy, marries who he's supposed to marry. He's only allowed to marry a one and a two. He can't marry a three. He can't marry a Jew. So he marries a two. And then he dies. So his wife, a two, falls Yibam to a three. Is that a good Yibam? No. Because he's a Jew. He can't, he can't be Miyabimer. And the three who dies after he married a regular Jew, his wife cannot fall Yibam to, to, to the two. What if they reverse it? What if a two marries a three and a three marries a two? In other words, they did something that's illegal. Yeah. But because the gear, the gerim, the gerim just they can't come into kahal. The Jews. Mm-hmm. Very good. 
The zero. Yeah. They have mitzvahs. They're doing mitzvahs. Just they, can't, they can't marry into us. So let's see the thing. It's very, very simple. Two, three, three, two, one, one. Okay, you got it. Okay, great. Why? We always go by the mother. So if he marries a one, then the baby's a two. Even though he's a two, the baby should maybe be a three. No, we go by the mother. He says the Gemara, ask the Gemara question. So let's say a case of listening Nami, Mitzri Shani, Shinosam, Shte Mitzriyais. This case right over here, a, a, a two Mitzri married two wives. Achaz Rishayna, one is a one, Vachashni, and one is a two. Vahayulay Banam Rishayna, Ushni, and he had kids from both. Enos of Kirchayu, if these children married who they were supposed to marry, then Mutaris Labalayim, let's say, let's take, grab the two. He married a two Mitzris, a woman Mitzris. He's allowed to marry her. But when she falls, she's also to the Jewish guy. What if the three married a mitzvah, which he shouldn't have because he's a pure Jew? The two is allowed to marry the two mitzvah, but she's also to her own husband. What if both of them marry only in a case where the number two, listen to this carefully, if number two marries the islands, not if number three, number two marries the islands, so she's allowed to marry him. But, um, she's not allowed to marry islands. Why? Because she's Jewish. So two cannot marry a Jewish islands. And when the number two Mitzri dies, she falls to number three, and you can't be Miyabim islands. There's no Yibim on islands. So also to both. Says Gemara, the famous Teretz, ton of Ashir. Okay, you're right, it's a great case, but the mission didn't mention all the cases. But whenever the Gemara says that answer, it's only when we are Mashiach, another case. What's that other case? My Shir, the High Shir, Shir Patsua Daka. Real quickly on the, the chart, if a Yava marries a Patsua, if the Yava himself is a Patsua Daka, then it, she, the, the, the wife that fell to Yibum cannot be married to him because he's a Petsuodaka. If the husband is a Petsuodaka, then she's not allowed to be married to the husband. So here you have a case where she's not allowed to be married either to the Yavim or she's not allowed to be married to the husband. But if both brothers are Petsuodaka, she's also to both of them. Now, if both of them are Petsuodaka and she happens to be a Giyaris, then she's muted to both of them. Says the Gemara, Shir Petsuodaka. No, that's not a good one. That's not a good example of leaving out. Because that's, Tzudaka is just a regular lav. And the whole mission is talking about Almana, Grusha, the whole thing. So, therefore, why don't we add Mitzri? We're still there at the question, why don't we add a Mitzri? Wait a minute. The mission starts off with one case of a lav, goes to another one, to a mamzer, Says another case. There's a big chiddush in those cases. So they're not extra. Amazing chiddush. That a shera, a kohenes, a woman who's a kohen, comes from a kohen, she doesn't have an iser to marry a chal. But wait a minute. It says also in the Mishnah, Chol that married a Ksherah. Bisrael, Shanosah, Bas Yisrael, Vyeshli, Ach, Mamzer. 
So therefore, so we could have we could have written a p'tuadaka and a mitzvah. So what what exactly was the mishnah? Says Gemara Anami loy mehader misnahi dashmin and lav shein shov bakol because these all these cases are talking about kehanim. These are this is not a lav that's equal to everybody, and therefore I have to continue on and say another chiddush v'kumash v'law and lav shov bakol. Then I tell you also a mamzer. So different lavim here. Says Gemara, Haktani Yisrael, but there's another case. Okay, so fine, you told me a mamzer, and that's a lav that's equal by everybody. But Haktani Yisrael, Shanasim Mamzer, is Shliach Yisrael. Mamzer is one of these you have to take out. But the bottom line is the Mishnah says two cases of a mamzer. Why do you need two? A lav, Shmamino, Tanavashir, Shmamino. So at the end of the day, we do have the extra case of Sudaka. And therefore, that's why I also omitted the case of. The Mitzri, I guess we have to stop here. Have a wonderful day. Yishkoyach Reb Moshe Reb It's unbelievable. It's already, it's like...